0: And now it's time for Geek News in show news. Heroes Reborn. Did you see the uh, the news about that Jack Coleman is coming back? Yeah, to reprise his role as Noah Bennett. Uh, I don't know. I I'm I'm still not quite at a huge caring. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I, since I quit, you know, during the middle of the second season, right? So.
0: I think I did not get through the last season completely. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but. Mid, uh, might have been third
1: season, but when the Colombian chick who served no purpose showed up, that's when I
0: <laughs> I kind of liked the the last season a little bit. The carnival kind of feel thing.
1: Uh, Sarah tried to get me to watch one <laughs> up of that because
0: the dude from... Uh, Prison Break was on it. Right. Yep. And I just went through that and was like, oh. I do like the idea though. I mean, if they're bringing it back, the, the fact that they're doing it as a mini series instead of saying, Hey, we're, we're doing a brand new show and everybody's going to, you know, that they've actually are doing a finite story. or so they claim well
1: yeah, we'll see i mean it could say the same thing about under the dome too
0: (laughs) uh if they do it in short vignette miniseries i mean if they have a beginning and an end story kind of around it i could maybe get into it i don't know we'll see uh but so far he's the only known returning cast member and then, uh, the following, which, you know, I've talked about, it's something that we've watched quite a bit and that is coming back for another season. And that's one that I'm not sure why it's coming back for another. Se- I mean, it's not a bad show. I just don't know where they're going to potentially go for, go with it. And at some point. Shouldn't somebody just come in and like, you know what? The entire FBI's fired because <laughs> you guys obviously can't do anything. And so, how uh, badly are we going to let Kevin Bacon get abused every
1: app <laughs> before we realize what we're doing isn't yeah. working? Uh,
0: have you guys ever turned on a show and watched 24? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon's your Jack Bauer. <laughs> so Jack
1: Bauer is your Jack Bauer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kevin Williamson is stepping down as the showrunner. And Jennifer Johnson is stepping in to take his place.
1: <laughs> Johnson.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that either. I still don't know if that's gonna uh help it or not or or bring it back. I've gotta see what the next premise is. If they're still going as is, then I, I'm thinking you know you're you're past your prime at this point. But uh you, you know, you'll love this. Uh she worked on Lost. <laughs> Alcatraz and Touch.
1: So I don't know wow. if that's <laughs> wow. Strike three, man! <laughs> just right there. Yeah. It, it, How can you? Uh, huh, by uh, my opinion, one of the worst shows to ever air, and then two cancels before it even got started. Yeah. Yay.
0: Yeah, and it's that because there's I, your pedigree. I kind of wanted Alcatraz to somewhat continue. I was kind
1: of liking Alcatraz, despite but the parts fact was parts just of it were lost. yeah
0: parts of it were bugging me though. But I, yeah, I was, I wanted to see it continue. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, maybe, maybe this is their way to say, yeah, yeah, we, we're done. We know it. We're, <laughs> we've admitted
1: defeat. Yeah, and we're just going to ride out whatever she can do. They keep give giving us, us money. <laughs> they won't let us quit. <laughs> we'd, we'd like to go now, but euthanasia is, is not allowed. So who's the worst person we can get to help?
0: <laughs> Speaking of they won't let us quit and they keep giving us money. I thought you were gonna go on euthanasia there for a no, second. No no no. Resident Evil six is supposedly the last movie in the uh franchise. Umbrella never dies. So uh it's I it's, mean it's even me. It's even titled long in the tooth for this, but it's even titled the final chapter, I yeah. believe. <laughs> but uh, you know, that'll last as long as they, you know, till they give them movies. more money, and... they're bad movies. But
1: damn, they're fun. I, mean, I enjoy. Them. I love them. Yeah, I mean, and for not the popcorny style, they, they are. They're just. They're. Just, I mean, come on, they're just ridiculous. But they're video game ridiculous. I know the game people that play them say they're not at all game accurate, and they're just using character names. And that's true. But I just watch this movie, and I go, "Come on, it's."
0: And that's fine. I'm here to be entertained. I don't. I don't need a deeper meaning to a, a movie called Resident Evil. No. <laughs> And every other damn video game franchise has pretty much sucked balls. (laughs) So I mean, again, it's 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 not like top tier level movies and acting. Silent Hill was
1: supposedly pretty pretty video game accurate, and everybody hated it. (laughs) I I actually like Silent Hill. Oh, I did too. The first one, anyway. Yeah, Uh, the second one was balls, but (laughs) the first
0: one was. I thought, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. And Sean Bean lived. Yes. That's just a rare moment there. They should have brought him back for the first couple seconds of the second one and, and then killed, killed him. him. <laughs> <laughs> like, took his head off or something. <laughs> just going to pick up yep. my remaining. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Resident Evil Six is uh, supposedly going to be the last one in the franchise. But yeah, I, I thought
1: the last one was also supposed to be the last one. No, the last they did the like the the parting farewell of everybody that had had more than two lines in every other movie, right? Except but, the AI. But I
0: think they had come out and said six was going to happen. Uh, okay, but I think I I think we even talked about it in Geek News back then. I think I brought it up that they had at least one, if not two more, kind of coming. So according to Anderson, this is it. <laughs> no, they
1: keep pumping them out. This I'll is it. Keep watching them on video.
0: Till you guys give me more money, this is it. <laughs> so, okay, Resident we're, Evil 7. We're only
1: giving you $50 million and you can't film in downtown Toronto this time. <laughs> you have to go out to the burbs. But apparently, Scarberry is quite popular right now thanks to Orphan <laughs> Black.
0: Oh, such a good show. Anyway, later for that. Let's see, uh, the Game Crafter has a few things going on that I wanted to share as well. The newest contest is going on, and it's actually being sponsored by Fifth Street Games. And uh, they are going to publish, you know, take to Kickstarter and publish the winner uh, sometime in 2015, I believe. So that's going on right now. It goes to like September 5th, I think. Uh, so I'll throw a link in the show notes and you can check that out if you want. Or just go over to the Game Crafter and look at the contest. Uh, I was hoping to be able to say finalists had been picked for the flux capacity. But I think poor Josh got buried this weekend. I know he was trying to get them done by Sunday. Uh, and maybe maybe JT's got him hasn't? shared them yet but that should be coming very soon as well so that that contest uh was also for a publishing contract with the flux capacity so it's kind of cool to see them attracting publishers and stuff and like phil did a chat over there and basically said you know a good portion of the titles under my belt right now came out of the game crafter anyway so i know the you know the quality that's here so it's kind of cool and then, uh, for indie designers and people that want to potentially use the game crafter for, uh, either, uh, lots of prototypes or a Kickstarter, they've reordered their bulk pricing again, and they're starting to give discounts at smaller levels, basically to make it easier to kind of work with them for a small run print. Uh, and then, you know, if you, and, aside from there depending on how well your kickstarter goes and stuff like that if you need more but yeah they've reworked the pricing a bit and uh, made the discounts come sooner so that's that's pretty cool again uh, i've got links to some of their new stuff i'll throw those in the show notes as well and then the last one that they recently announced was the upgrade to their medium pro box which is uh, a lot like their small pro box the the nice telescoping box that they started doing there they've kind of uh now they're taking that Process to the medium pro box, so it looks, you know, pretty much game shelf ready uh, or store shelf ready. The other nice thing, too, is they've uh, re- been able to reduce the price by a little over a dollar on the box as well. So you get a kind of a nice, sturdier box, fully printed, and now you even get it for a dollar less. So that's kind of cool. It's all the extra money they're making off dice. <laughs> so for all our indie game designers out there. And then to wrap up, I've got some uh, news coming out of the club. So the first thing is uh, this Thursday, June 19th, uh, there's going to be a new podcast coming out of the club that is going to kind of be a uh, rotating members will participate. Uh, I'll throw a link in the show notes to the announcement. It's being uh, basically hosted by Club Fantasy. So if you go over to clubfantasy.com, you can find out about this and some other things. They're looking at... A roundtable review with some of the reviewers, uh, that they have on the show looking at sale to India. And I guess, uh, Seth Jaffe is going to be there from Tasty menstrual games. He's going to be one of the first guests and Scott Alms, uh, who has Harbor right now over on Kickstarter and has done many, many awesome games. Uh, he's going to be on as well as a guest. Plus we'll be talking about some other things. Uh, I believe we're going to discuss like review media styles and some other things. And this is going to be a live Google hangout. And then of course the, the, it'll be available later as well. But, uh, At least this first one, I'm definitely going to participate in. And then again, it's going to be kind of round robin a bit from all the participants of the club, which there's something like 14, 15 of us now, which is awesome. And let's see, also out of there, uh, Club Fantasy itself will be launching a Women in Board Games interview series here in a couple weeks. So that's something to kind of look forward to. They also have a Sail to India contest going on right now that ends very shortly. Um, oh, it's over. Uh I I may end up cutting this if, depending on how editing goes. That's how how soon it is. So the uh moment you hear this, uh you may want to check it out cuz I think uh, as of recording, which we're recording on uh Tuesday June 17th, 2014, uh it had like 3 days at left at 7:11 p.m. at 7:11 p.m. slurpy oh, slurpy <laughs> But as of today, it had 3 days left. So uh yeah. You get this out tonight. I have some extra editing time, I think, tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to try to get it out tomorrow. So it's going to be a very short amount of time that that contest will still be going on. <laughs> I'll be trying to get geek news out. I'm not, I'm not well, promising the main you. episode. No. <laughs> and, uh, I got a lot of
1: speechifying.
0: Oh, goody. Well, that's, that's kind of what I had. I don't have much more than that.
1: Uh, on the comic side, dynamite, uh, as it did with, uh, the six million dollar Hicks.
0: The six million dollar man.
1: (laughs) We can make him with a banjo better than he was before. I don't even know where that was from, Geographic. (laughs) The six million dollar man, they are now doing a Bionic Woman series, uh season four as you know, has become all the rage for these TV licenses. (laughs) They just uh tack on a new season. I'm sure Angel's up to season 14 in the comics now, and Buffy's up to, you know, where do the retired Slayers go? (laughs) But anyways, they're going to do Bion Equipment season four, keeping the TV continuity, and just picking up wherever that left off. Let's face it, I don't know where that was. (laughs) It's a long time ago, people. Yeah,
0: a little bit. And this is going
1: to be starting in September. On the game side, Gale Force 9 has announced the Blue Sun expansion for Firefly. Uh, no specific date or at least none that I saw. Just an announcement that it's coming out. It's looking like just another small card pack like, uh, the last one was. But hey, that's a <laughs> darn good game. We were looking at the last expansion. You picked yep. that up. It mm-hmm. adds, uh, some cool mechanics. So hopefully blue sun yeah, will, the,
0: the bounties yep. and all that. Yeah. And some new ships and, and yeah, we got to get that to the table. Let's add that. A little <laughs> yeah, you know. preaching uh, to the choir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully this will add another, uh, fun mechanic and expand on everything that we already like about it. Army Painter has, uh, I think uh, they announced this earlier, and I think I might have mentioned it, but they're now taking pre-orders for their Zombie Side paint set. There's uh, some new colors, uh, or at least from Army Painter's perspective, these are all uh, no, not all, but mostly new colors designed specifically to paint your Zombie Side set. I assume to match uh, the various artworks. It's going to be, uh, I believe for the zombies and the heroes. Um, So they're taking pruders for that. It's due out. Not too far in the future. And, I mean, I like... Army Painter's done some of this custom stuff. They've done a couple other things like this. I think it's a cool way of uh, keeping their line going because, really, you only need so much, you know... standard axis and allies and you know pacific and jungle colors you know so this is a good way of keeping themselves a little bit more relevant too and then cryptozoic never one to give up on a bad idea apparently I say that. I know some people like the DC deck building game. I just don't oh, know good why. lord!
0: Please don't. Sorry, I, I've I've talked about the DC deck builder games so damn often lately. <laughs> but oh. it's a good game, Jeff. Oh, shut up! It,
1: it, it's a great game. It
0: it's, it it's full of strategy and it death, is. You lion and sacks of shit.
1: The artwork is there, and you oh, really God. need to think about what you're doing. Anyway. <sighs> They're coming out with a different DC Deck Builder. It is not going to be an add-on, or at least I don't believe it's going to be. They didn't say it was going to be an add-on. It's advertised as a standalone.
0: See, ad- they're even trying to put distance. <laughs> Damn, we know it's our product, but
1: whoo! <laughs> Uh, it's
0: going to be called Rivals,
1: Batman versus the Joker, two player head to head conflict deck builder. So, uh, I assume it's going to be heavily Batman themed since it's Batman versus (laughs) the Joker. Don't have a lot more information about that. Don't have a release date. And frankly, I don't care. But for the people that (laughs) did like that game, uh, and continue to like that game, there you go. A little bit more of the same mechanics, just. I might say reduced, they might say optimized, down to a two-player format.
0: (laughs) And sorry, Sarah, I wasn't talking about you. He was. No. Yeah. I know Sarah likes it, but that's not who's been arguing with me lately. (laughs) On every subject he can possibly argue about. (sighs) Anyway.
1: Now, normally I'd think you were talking about me, but I know (laughs) we agree about that game. No, no, no.
0: Not, Not unless you've taken a pseudonym in the Game Crafter chat. And on
1: the miscellaneous side, Origins just passed. The 2014 Origin Awards are done. I'm not going to go through all of them because for the most part, I don't care. But a few (laughs) things that we have talked about did win things. Numenera got Best RPG, Trains got Best Board Game, and Best Mm. Traditional Card Game. And I I just I don't know what they mean by traditional card game since Love Letter is not a traditional card game, (laughs) but is Love Letter.
0: Trains, trains best was good. I liked that. Yeah, but, but best In almost game? a year wow. since Gen
1: Con, I got to think there. We've played games that I've liked better than Yeah, trains. I got to. I mean, and I like Trains. Yeah,
0: Trains is all right, but it, I mean, it was all right to me. It wasn't like, it didn't wow me or anything. I enjoyed it, and I would. That's
1: that's a game that I would definitely play once a month. But mm-hmm. this is definitely not a, yeah, to that, my mind, not a best. That's that's crazy right there. Right? Unless it's best board games that came out <laughs>
0: August of 2013. Yeah. <laughs> best, best board game came out in August of 2013 about trains.
1: Yes. <laughs> you got to read. So definitely sub- not trains and
0: stations. Yeah, you got to read. some su- you got to read subtitles. Yeah, so that's some of the
1: 2014 Origins words. a Workshop and Heavy Metal are getting together to make a Rat Queens cartoon. Yeah, I saw that. They're going to make the apps before they so shop awesome. it
0: somewhere, so who knows where it's going to end up. The only problem I have with this is we're only like six issues in, <laughs> yeah. so they're just doing their own thing, really. Yeah. But
1: it's so awesome. I, it's, wherever this ends up. Yeah. Well, I just canceled my silver package, so <laughs> as long as it ends up on a channel that I get, I'll be happy. End hey, up, maybe they'll go the route of my Blu-ray collection. Or, is where it'll end up, yeah. Maybe they'll go the route of PlayStation or Xbox. I mean, or Netflix. Who knows? I mean, just do it digitally mm-hmm. and online. DC had some of its film schedule for the next few years spoiled. They claim spoiled, but I doubt it was an accident. <laughs> Because supposedly their big release for uh, Comic-Con was going to be their movie schedule for the next few years, which uh, is as follows. These are all, of course, rumored they might be dissembling and trying to do a little red herring. Bats versus Supes, which we, oh, sorry, Batman v <laughs> Superman, the legal brief, we already knew about that, uh, May 2016, followed up in July uh, by Shazam, which that one kind of surprised me because came out of nowhere. There's been talking about the rock for like 5 years now of being Shazam cuz I mean, he's Black Adam, but nothing ever really happened. But the rumor is that this is going to be a modern take of uh of Billy Batson and, you know, new 52 take, I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh it, it's going to focus just as heavily on the teen side as it is the superhero side. So if it goes that route, I think it could be good, because I'm not big on child comic book characters, as you know, but Batson and the whole, uh, Shazam family, that, uh, that's one of the few that, uh, does keep my interest every now and then. Uh, what else we got for Christmas 2016? Sandman. I assume this is going to be the Vertigo, but I would be much happier if it was, uh, the old JSA dude, throwing a little bit of Golden Age for some of us that are (laughs) over 15. But I think it's going to be the Vertigo. And really, I didn't like the Vertigo Sandman all that much. Just, eh, yeah, I won't go with it. I just, it lost me. Then we know the Justice League. It's going to be May 2017. And already admitting defeat on a Wonder Woman movie, they're not going to put out the Wonder Woman movie until July 2017. (laughs) So, you know, they've got Two-thirds of the Trinity out before the Justice League, mm-hmm. and still they won't give her her own movie <laughs> just so she can have some relevance in the actual Justice League movie. Yeah. Her movie gets—and given that these are all, like, three months apart for each year, apparently there's going to be a uh, concurrent shooting. Mm-hmm. So— why? Why? This, this just a continuing non-confidence vote for Wonder Woman in particular and, and women in comics in general. It's not true, people. A woman can carry a movie. Mm-hmm. Not Halle Berry, but a woman can carry a movie. A female superhero, a female hero, a female action protagonist can carry a movie. Give her a chance, Warner Brothers slash DC. Cause I know they're listening. Jeff Johns. He's, <laughs> he's just on this every, every two weeks. <sighs> and then for Christmas in 2017, we are supposedly going to be getting a Flash Green Lantern team up movie. This is going to be a Ryan Reynolds-free Green Lantern, they say. They have not quite yet admitted defeat on that movie in that franchise, but I assume since they say that this is not going to be a Ryan Reynolds-Green Lantern, that they are hoping to reboot out Straight of Straight up,
0: this. it wasn't Ryan Reynolds that screwed up that movie. There was a lot of things <laughs> wrong with
1: that movie, but it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. No. <laughs> and, you know, I, I people rip on that like it was, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen bad, but it wasn't. I mean... There were some issues. Hal Jordan was not Hal yeah. Jordan. Hal Jordan was more like Kyle Rayner. but it, and well, that's a strike right there, but, uh, it wasn't that bad. It got the core of what they got the core of Green Lantern, you know, dude, ring, constructs, space. Yeah. The only thing they really screwed the pooch on was they made Hal Jordan more of a, an asshole than he is just a straight jawed jerk. And they just busted Sinestro out of nowhere in the credit scene. I mean, Mm -hmm. but let's have a gradual decline to evil, you know, (laughs) not just, Hey, I'm, I'm changing colors. Flash, you know, it's, I I hate to say it, but, uh, I'm still going to watch the TV show, but Mm -hmm. days of future past kind of killed it. (laughs) They made supersonic, hypersonic speed, what it should look like. I'm, I'm just going to say that with, uh, Quicksilver. So anything that. CWB is going to, CW, and I mean, yeah, it's TV budget versus movie budget. I know that. But anything that CW is going to throw up, if it looks even vaguely like the 90s show, it's going to be a failure.
0: All right. But here's my one argument against that, though. I, I completely agree with you. Days of Future Past, amazing job. But you couldn't watch an entire TV show of that. No, but you don't need to because he's still an
1: investigator. He's still a scientist at heart. You know? (laughs) No, you couldn't watch a whole movie (laughs) of that, but. And I don't think they could afford, you know, 44 minutes of Jim Crochet every (laughs) app. I mean, I still want to see what they're going to do with his version of Supersonic Seed Mm -hmm. because in reality, his, in the comic, he's always been the red flash. Well, you know, the, the red blur. So, I mean, that is acceptable to, to a certain layer of, to a certain level of comic book accuracy and character accuracy, but. At the same time, if they do something like Days of Future Past, now, even if they this was in production, now it's going to look very derivative because mm-hmm. they they're gonna say, Oh shit, they killed it. Let's do that. No, it, you know, timing, you know, is working against them on this one, I think. But still, Weather Wizard, first step, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then the real sequel to Man of Steel, not the bat v soup <laughs> pseudo sequel, uh, Man of Steel two, May twenty eighteen. You know, DC has spent a lot of time without leadership. You know, they had Dan Dildo doing crap on the comics, and then Jim Lee and Jeff Johns came in, and they... Well, I'm not going to say they righted the ship, but at least they gave solid direction to the comic book side company. And it's not really until the last year or so that they've gotten an overall media direction. And you can see that in their TV show and their TV shows going all networks. They're not just sticking with CW. They're going all networks and all genres and... All levels, and it's not just DC tights and fights. They're doing the Vertigo stuff, too. So this this is good. This is solid direction. Whether it succeeds or not, though, this is a lot of really aggressive release dates. Now, of course, A, it's a rumor. B, it's a release date. No movie ever makes its initial release date. So obviously, some of this is going to be subject to change. But this is putting out really aggressive, even more aggressive than Marvel, uh really aggressive uh stuff. Especially since Justice League is right there in the middle. You know, the, the thought was for the longest time, they're going to lead up to the Justice League, especially with all these cameos. Oh, and Jason Momoa, the (laughs) least pasty white guy (laughs) I know, is going to be the fish king. I mean, Aquaman. If there is an actor more inappropriate for a role, I don't know any. He's just,
0: (laughs) I don't know if I'd go. And it's not just a,
1: it's not just a skin color thing. It's unless DC is just admitting that Aquaman sucks. Momoa has no range. He has good skills in fighting when choreographed well, and I mean he is pretty to look at. I will admit that. <laughs> and he's he will he
0: could easy do, there, Tiger.
1: He could do you know hey hand. hey <laughs> <laughs> hook hand Aquaman pretty well. If we're doing kick ass Aquaman, I mean from a choreographing the fight scene standpoint, excellent. But he's just going to be a cameo. So he's just going to be big dread dudes in gold underwear on screen for a couple minutes, and then he's gone. Maybe he'll have his trident. Who knows? And going forward, isn't a standalone movie? Come on, it's awkward. I know a lot of people love him, but he's definitely a paper character more so than a big screen character. So, I mean, I hope DC has success with this because I would like to see them succeed Despite the fact, just a couple episodes ago, I said I hope they fail just to prove Marvel right. (laughs) This is an aggressive schedule, if it is true, but it's a good mix of characters added on to their good mix of characters and networks on TV. I wish them the best, and I hope all their TV goes well to bridge uh, into 2016, so that there might still be some interest in their TV shows and their movies.
0: So that will be geek news. (laughs)